Delmarva Today with Don Rush. I am on the leadership team of Asbury United Methodist Church on Camden Avenue. Um, and um, I'm the point person on a project that the church decided to pursue, which was adopting an Afghan refugee family. So tell that to me a little bit about that decision to do that, and, and how did you get this ball rolling? Um, the the church was, uh, as many people know, the Methodist church is in a real state of flux and uh, division over some theological issues. And Asbury has largely gone beyond that and wanted to uh, figure out a way to positively energize uh, the church commu- community and be effective in what we consider to be uh, our call to uh, spread love through the world. So what were the mechanics then of making this happen? Well, uh, many years ago in the late 70s, I was part of a church congregation that uh, adopted a um, southeastern Asian family. The older people would remember the boat people. And um, at that time, we worked with uh, an organization called Church World Service. So I just called Church World Service. Um, Actually, I first called the United Methodist Committee on Overseas Relief. And I learned that um, with regard to the Afghans, they um, had kind of subcontracted, if the word, to uh, Church World Service to handle the United Methodist Church's response to the need for Afghans. So when Nazim here came to uh, the United States, I mean, what was that? What was that like in terms of meeting him and his family, and particularly given the kind of ordeal that he has already gone through? Well, I have to back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, the services for refugees are centered in the Baltimore Washington corridor. So there was considerable reluctance on the part of the, uh, uh, the the refugee coordinator for the state of Maryland to allow a person to come so far away to the eastern shore. Um, we had connected before the pandemic with the Delmar for Muslim community on trying to figure out how to just get to know each other. And um, so we, we saw this as as an opportunity and we kind of put our heads together and we came up with incredible resources, uh, both financial and uh, uh, people that are uh, very educated in uh, child development and doctors and, and just an incredible committee of people. And uh, when I presented that to the uh, refugee coordinator for the state of Maryland, he said, well, if you'll bring them up to Baltimore to, for two health checks, we'll, we'll go ahead. So um, that was, um, uh, there's a story in the Bible about the persistent widow uh, going before the judge, and, and I was the persistent, annoying widow. <laughs> so, uh, so what was your reaction when you met his family? Well, as luck or whatever would have it, I got COVID the day before they were to arrive. So I got to sit in a van 30 feet away and see them arrive. And I have to tell you, I cried. A grown man, I just cried. It just made me so happy. 
And I got a call from Azim, and he said, I keep hearing about this person, and you have to come over here. So finally, when we were clear from COVID, we over we went. It's been a happy interchange since so, then. What was it like to meet his family? Well, it, it was just wonderful. I mean, we are so incredibly lucky uh, to be able to uh, sponsor them. We the the Everybody that meets them just loves them. Uh, we were expecting uh, people that could not speak English at all, and what did we get? We got a translator, <laughs> the, the person that had worked as a translator. The children came off the bus speaking to our people, so... Every time we get in some little uh, thing where it's a little difficult to get something organized or moving through, I think, oh, my goodness, what it would be like to deal with with uh, this if we had to deal with a translator. And then um, we've just been incredibly lucky because of the involvement of Salisbury University. Uh, Professor Brian Stigler is... Um, uh, has been involved with us, and we just have had so many opportunities, tutoring for the children and, and um, a job for Azim and, uh, and and another job for his brother-in-law probably. And uh, just it's it's just been heartwarming. What, what kind of work does Azim, what, what kind of job does Azim have? I'm working in SU uh, and storekeeper as a storekeeper right now. Okay, at, at, the, at the store, at the, at the student store kind of thing? Dining services. Okay. Dining services. Dining services. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. So and, I think mostly uh, a, a good deal with the stocking Chick-fil-A. So mm -hmm. if you go yeah. to Chick-fil-A, you might see Azim uh, uh, bringing uh, things in. Chick-fil-A and cool beans. Mm. <laughs> and cool beans, okay. Yeah. Both, both. Do you, uh, finally, um, Charles, do you think you will invite any more? Uh, Afghan families, or is this is this for the moment? Well, we're we're holding options open. There there may be uh, a need. When our experience uh, in Newark, Delaware, with Newark Methodist Church was that we sponsored an initial family, and then we had a few very close relatives that we helped out, and that there were other friends and and more distant. Uh, relationships uh, for whom we found other sponsors. But this is not, um, this, uh, there's one other thing I want to add. Uh, the United States State Department, because of President Biden's commitment to the Afghan refugees, um, enlisted the, the aid and support of nine refugee agencies, of which Church World Service is just one. There's Lutheran Social Services and the Catholic Charities and other organizations, a uh, Jewish immigrant uh, asylee uh, organization. And um, so I, I, I do want to just acknowledge that uh, we're just one part of a, of a small, uh, of a large system, one small part of a really large system. So I think that um, we would want to try to help other organizations do what we do. But what I started to say, and, and slipped my mind, the State Department, the U.S. State Department, calls this 90 Days to Independence, which uh, is completely unrealistic. Um, it, it's, it, it, it is years. 
and we want to be able to concentrate on the Sawari family and the brother-in-law and uh, and not dilute it because it does take time and it mm. and just because of the communications issue uh, issues uh, it, it takes time to sort things out but okay. we are just so incredibly lucky to have them and have people with skills a, a person that took the initiative to set up a school in the refugee camp uh, we're just really lucky Delmarva Today with Don Rush.